Washington football addicts, baby. Let's go. Washington football addicts. We've been working for years. Always keeping it real. It's Rod, Steve, Devin, Phil. We talking about latest deals and what goes on on the field and happenings with the team. So listen if you a female. Go with what is going on, Washington Football X? It's your boy Rod, and the Addicts are back with Pod 86. And you guys know I always kick it to Phil, but before I do that, I just want to say in public, fuck the Bills Mafia, man. I've been trying, Steve's been trying to get fellow podcasters to co-collab with us and have been unsuccessful. That's why we have no guests tonight. It's just us, but that's fine because we're still going to bring the heat. We're still going to bring all the uh, the knowledge and uh, what you guys need to prepare. So without further ado, I will kick it to Phil. Irvin Fryer, man, that's my guess. No, sir. Pod number 86. I had a couple. We were Terry talking Jacobs. about this before. I had a few options, but I decided to dig into the crates on this one. So Fred Davis. We, uh, episode, no. Episode 86 is dedicated to John Pallack. John Pallack was a defensive end for the Washington uh, Redskins. In 1956, and then after two years in the military, rejoined us in 1959 and played till 1965. Um, he was a pro bowler in 1964. And if you notice, Pro Football Reference has gone back and done unofficial sack totals back to 1960 now. They've gone through every game. And so just to kind of give you an idea – uh, his last three years in the league, 63, 64, 65, uh, he went seven sacks, ten and a half sacks, ten and a half sacks. Um, and these are back in 14-game seasons, which is a little more impressive when you look at it then. Um, I'd say one-time Pro Bowler. Played uh, during a time in which the team was uh, kind of rebuilding and uh, getting back. Went through some dark times in the, the early 60s, much darker than we've seen lately, actually. But, uh, yeah, I decided to dig into the crates and uh, pick up a guy who realistically by far had the most productive career. Uh, he had the nickname. It's funny. He had the nickname Gentle John because he was anything but. It's kind of like, you know, in Robin Hood, they had Little John. He was huge. Well, Gentle John was not very gentle at all. Dude was a very violent player. So why not? We could use a little violence this weekend coming up. We need it, definitely do. And, and, and that's a great uh, great intro to the pod, as always, so I appreciate you for that. So we're going to flip on over and ask a question to all the hosts this night. Who are the 2021 Buffalo Bills? So we saw them surprisingly lose to the Pittsburgh Steelers week one, 23-16, and they led that game um, and up until the fourth quarter, and then Pittsburgh had a, a pretty incredible comeback, I think scored like 17 points in the uh, the fourth quarter alone. And then they blinked the Bills last week, or excuse me, they blinked the Dolphins last week, 35 to nothing. So you're like looking at the stats, Josh Allen isn't the Josh Allen of yesteryears. He is still deadly. He's still someone I think that has to be feared, but he hasn't started the season as expected. So, Steve, I'll kick it to you. Who, who are the 2021 Bills? Who are we going to be facing on Sunday? I mean, they're a team who have given up – not a lot of points. Mm-hmm. Granted, like you said, they played a banged up two and a banged up Steelers. But hey, I, I was it eleven points if you between the two games, something like that. Not a lot of yardage. It, it's a it's a great team. I 
it, we're going to have definitely, we're going to be, we are going to be up for a challenge. I think this is the first true challenge of the year. What up, Justin? What's what up, Jay? Justin? Thanks for joining us. And I, I'll, I'll save the details of what I have to say for, for later on, because I got some numbers I'll throw out there, but it's going to be a stout defense. They're struggling on offense a little bit right now. Josh Allen hasn't found his way yet, but it's a great team. So this will be, I can't wait to see what happens. Dev, how, how you feel about the uh, Buffalo Bills, man? Well, I mean, I feel like um, I think that Buffalo's defense isn't as good as the Giants. I don't think Buffalo's defense isn't as good as Chargers. Crazy. You think so this year so far? That's yeah. a hot take. De- Interesting. So. I, I don't think see it's it. the best defense we've made so far. Really? Yeah. What were what, what were the Bills rated in defense last year? Were, no, they, no. It, no, were no. they higher than the Chargers and the Giants? Let's just look at. But what I don't know what, who's, so who's the you, all bro. I mean, all right, last year, I mean, last San Diego year. has like the next coming Sean Taylor. They're saying they have the best, one of the top two or three best defensive ends in the league, and really, offense wasn't why we lost. Last, you know, year. and and then, and then you look at the Giants. I'm they I'm got to answer your question because this actually gives Dev some credence. Last year, the Bills ranked sixteenth um, right. in points allowed and fourteenth in yards allowed on defense. It was their offense, which was second in right. both both of those categories. Right. And this year, it seems to be their offense again. They're twelfth in points for, and they're second in points allowed. But we got to remember one of those is they blanked the Dolphins, who really haven't right. looked that good this His year. Quarterback went out in the first round. And in the first um, uh, first quarter. You know, yards. So, so I'm not scared of the defense. I mean, their defense is ranked. Uh, they don't have yardage rankings yet. Well, oh well, yeah, they do. Uh, defense, yeah, it looks good, but their offense is kind of middling as far as yardage and so forth. Uh, and even though they haven't lost it, they fumbled six times in the first three games or first two games. Not to mention the quarterback is throwing like 50 something percent passing, he's not playing well at all. And I told everybody this that was doing this whole thing about all oh, Josh Allen's like the third best quarterback, he's better than, than, than Lamar Jackson. I'm like, dude, Lamar Jackson been league three years and got an MVP trophy. And he should have – I mean, the year this year, the last year was better than the year he won the MVP trophy. And you don't know what he would have done his rookie year because he didn't play until, like, week eight. So, I'm like, you giving this guy – you calling this guy elite in one year of football. The two years prior, he was an average to below average quarterback. Then he just all of a sudden showed his ass last year. So, I don't I feel think he's – I don't think he's elite. He's he's good, and he's improved. He is That's good. That's all you want. That's all yeah, you want. He is good. He doesn't look improved. He's actually having a horrible start. He's yes. having a horrible start. So uh, I'm, I'm like, everybody talking about Bills are great. I mean, should the Bills beat us? Yeah. I, based on last year, they should. But are they yeah. the Bills of last year? And even if they are, their defense wasn't somebody that we should be as scared of as we were the Giants and the Chargers. Well, hold who that have thought. two all-pros each, by the way. Hold that thought, Dev. Hold Giants and Chargers thought. have two all-pros. We're going to talk about the, the defense Bills a little bit more. Because their corner didn't play in. Hold that thought, Dev. We're going to talk about defense a little bit more later on. We're going to go right. in depth. All right. I want <laughs> another another thing to kind of point out. Um, their offense, like their main weapons right now, of course, are uh, in the passing game, are Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley. Right? Neither one of them are going for ten yards a catch. Both of them are under ten yards of reception right now. Now, granted, Death Diggs has thirteen catches. Beasley has twelve through two games. You know, so that's one's at six and a half yards, one's at six catches per game. But neither one of them. 
Uh, I mean, Diggs is averaging about 65 yards a game, and Beasley's averaging less than 50. So I don't. There's not a lot of explosiveness coming from their key players. Now, granted, two games is a bit of a small sample size when you're trying to measure statistics like this, but that's a trend that they're playing the short game and that they are fumbling the ball. I mean, three fumbles per game, not three fumbles lost, but three fumbles. That's opportunities for the other team to get the ball. And you don't want to give the other team opportunities. You don't want to show them those opportunities. You know, so I, 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 it's weird because last year they rode their offense and this year right now, it seems like they're riding their defense a bit more. Um, and their offense is struggling. So I don't know what the reason is, but they're almost a flip-flop from last year. Yeah, they are. And next topic I'm going to dive into is actually how good is Josh Allen? So you just said that their offense is struggling and kind of riding their defense, and that's a flip from yesteryears for sure. So the recent QB rankings, QB index on NFL.com, Josh Allen slid five ranks um, to number number 10, which is still incredible. Um, as far as looking at the, um, from the lens of a Washington team, but the the quote says that he's he's pro football focused, 29th ranked passer thus far. Um, that's in part to his aggressive play style, um, but it hasn't translated to production. He only has 5.3 yards per attempt, which is 31st in football. Now that I know, we're going to talk about our defense, you know, in the next topic, but that that scares me a little bit. But then I will. Just gave you his numbers. Two games, 56 completion percentage, 449 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, 79 rushing yards. I'm scrolling down to find our guy, Taylor Heineke. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I'm on NFL.com. I'm scrolling. Okay, Okay, I found him. He's 30th. Yeah. PFF, he's 26th. Yep. So he's he's 30th on uh, NFL rankings, NFL.com rankings. Two games, 73.8 completion percentage, which is he, – he's like the highest in NFL history for, for a quarterback's first three-game starts. 458 passing yards, 7.5 yards per attempt, three passing touchdowns, one interception. So when you look at those numbers and, and you, you, you talk about it, Taylor Heineke in one and a half games has more passing yards in production than Josh Allen. Now, I'm not saying that Josh Allen isn't a good quarterback. I think he's still a phenomenal player, and we have to game plan and watch out for him. But that, that was just interesting when I start pulling up the numbers for this game and just seeing how we compare offensively, defensively. Um, I think Josh Allen is someone that can be beaten, and that, that's really what I'm getting to. So, uh, Phil, I'll kick it to you first. How good is Josh Allen? Do you think that he's having a true regression? Is it just too early in the season? Um, can we beat him? He's beatable. He's not – Patrick Mahomes level of everybody panic. He is somebody who can blow up and uh, and have a big game. He's I I don't think that where he is now is truly where he is. I think he's he's capable of doing better. We saw it last year. But as far as is he as good uh, is he MVP material? He's on the outside looking in to me. I don't think he's quite year in year out contender for most valuable quarterback, but he can make the kind of he can have the kind of games and the kind of stretches of play that do contend. I don't know if he can do it season in season out, 
16, 17 games in a row. I don't think he's that consistent. But I think that what you've seen is a bit of a regression from last year because teams, I think, have now had a whole offseason to kind of figure him out now that he's developed. Now it's like, okay, now we know what he can do. Now we got a yep. game plan to stop it. Um, it's, But I think he's better than what he's shown this season. Def? I've already told you what I what I thought about him. I think that he's a good quarterback, but we've seen this before. A guy plays about two average years, all of a sudden has a great year. We've seen the guy in Atlanta do it. We've seen Wentz do it. We've seen RG3 do it. We've seen Goff get, get a big contract after one year. I'm not saying he's those guys, but what I'm saying is don't jerk the guy off yet, man. I mean, he's not really done. He's had a great one year. He's been pretty much shit this whole season so far. I wouldn't even go that far to say that much. Man, he's still on 52 or 53% passing, and he has more interceptions than touchdowns. If that was Heineke, y'all be crying for Cam Newton right now. No, 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 no. He's got more touchdowns than interceptions. What's what's his what's his uh, quarterback rating? His quarterback as far as the rank. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll, I'll throw this at you because I'm going to give you a, a comparison. All right, so he's got three touchdowns to one interception it's this year. Almost the same exact number yeah. as Heineke this year. He has a yeah. No, listen to this. This right. talk about but we ain't calling Heineke Josh Allen. He has a QB. He has a quarterback rating of seventy-seven point nine. He has a QBR of forty-four point seven. Right. All right. Now let me uh, compare that to our starting quarterback, Mister. Well, I'm not. I'm not trying to compare him to Heineke. Well, nobody's well. calling Heineke Josh Allen. Taylor Heineke has a quarterback rating of one hundred four point four, but. Yep. Agreed he has a QBR of 45.6. He's what's his, throwing, what's his throwing completion percentage? Way better. It's a 73.8%. What's Josh Allen's? Lower. What's that? What is this? Though? 56. Right. right now on the dot. Yeah, 56 on the dot. How many completions Josh Allen got? 47. How many completions Josh Haneke got? Hold up, Thomas. That's not, that's not a fair comparison. <laughs> No, hold on. I'll tell you, <laughs> you why. Know what I'm saying. I'll tell you why. He hasn't had to. He he hasn't had to do it like in the in the Pittsburgh game he did, but in the you got to think he did that. He also had two quarters more football, and that's a that's a twenty five percent more football that he's and, played. And he has twenty five percent less completions too. No, he has the same number. You know, forty five to forty. Heineke is forty five, right? Yeah, and in two and a half less quarters. No, in in. in Two less quarters, we'll say. Allen has 47. He hasn't had to lean on the pass as much because their defense played so well last week that they didn't have to throw the ball as much. They leaned more on the run last week. And that a balanced attack can make up for a quarterback who's struggling too. All I'm saying <clears> is that everybody is talking Scott about – Scott Turner run the ball. Man, Scott Turner won the problem. Look – the, the problem, the problem they had, they're gonna. The problem we're having is that everybody's putting Josh Allen on the pedestal, man. Like he just beats everybody. Like he's so great. Guy had one great year. He's a good quarterback, man. You can't call a dude great after one year. I'm not going to get him. I'm the same guy who said here that Heineke had to say you did. I told Heineke you did it once. Now let's see you do it again. That's the same thing that that uh, Josh Allen is facing. Josh Allen is facing a season where it's like you did it once for a season. Now let's see you do it again. Okay, but, but 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 tell me, you know how hard it is to throw for forty five hundred yards, 
37 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. And I mean, James, 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 Win- James Winston did almost all that. No, he, he had the, about the same he amount said of the bench, He said the same bench last year. He said the bench last year. After. Josh Allen is a good player who can run. And what is our weakness? We cannot stop quarterbacks who run. I don't care. This defense cannot stop quarterbacks who run. They can't do it. I give you Who's that. I just don't think their defense is scary. What no, I'm trying to say point, is you a, a running quarterback, a quarterback that can run, if he's struggling, that's your easy out. Just take off. You, everyone, it, it works. It is a foolproof plan. If you can't pass, run. That's all I'm saying. Hey, a question from Antonio Brown. I don't think he's the famous Antonio Brown, but no. he'll be Maybe. famous. You going to twerk on us? No, if you I look, if, if that is the famous Antonio Brown, F you for twerking on us. He's scrolling us. He and he's on he's on the COVID list too as of today. So is he? So we're since we're talking about quarterbacks, you know, I, I guess for me, I'll, I'll jump in and answer this first. How how do we feel about RG three wanting to contribute uh, in Washington? I don't know if he has the skill set anymore to be a productive starter. I don't know if he is needed on this roster right now with Fitzpatrick, you know, on, you know, IR for a couple of weeks, but I think it would be an awesome story. I think that it would just be nice to have the dude come back home, contribute somehow, some way. I think that he would be a, a hell of a scout team quarterback um, just to run around the pocket and, and tire the defense out and do give them a different look that they're not used to seeing. Um, I don't think it's realistic that he's going to come to us. I don't see Ron Rivera signing him. But for all that we heard about this organization in the years past about being toxic and not really run well, Pierre Garçon still refers to the the Washington football team as if it's his team. Griffin wants to come back. There's a a handful of players that still hold the team close to heart. So I I think it would be a cool story, but I don't see it happening. Steve? Did you guys see the the little snippet on Schefter's podcast, the, the video snippet, or did you hear the snippet? I didn't. It was it was pretty cool. Schefter just said, "Hey, you know, with the injuries going down, what do you think?" And he goes, I, "He goes, I'm not begging to come back." First of all, okay, I, I guy, read that. I didn't see. Yeah, it. if your guy goes down, make the call. And he was like, "Just make the call." It's a great. It'd be a great story. I love Washington. Where, where he kind of rubbed me wrong, not wrong, but he just said, "I hear fans are still wearing the number ten jersey in there, and it, it means a lot if you can, if you made an impact somewhere. That that's a big deal." But it, if Taylor Heineke takes a hit and goes down. And we're down to Kyle Allen. You got to sign some. That's where I'm going. So here's another question. It's not, do you think RGD wanting to come back and contribute? We'd be at a crossroads. You have Kyle Allen. You need another quarterback, right? Do they go with that whack-ass Kyle Shermer they just picked up? Or do you go with Cam Newton or RG3? Like, who else are you going to get? I think you I, have to I, try to get Cam. I'd rather get Cam. Would be a fun you, call, you call Phil Rivers or Drew Brees up. No. You, you go <laughs> Cam Newton. Hey, question for you guys. Would, would Curtis Samuel give RG3 number 10 back? Hell no. I wouldn't. I would if I was him. I would please do it so I could wear my jerseys again. Fuck it, man. I think RG3 would go number three, though. I think RG3 would go number three. Here's the thing. First of all, yeah. first of all, jerseys are bad expensive. So no wonder people are still wearing the number 10 jerseys. Secondly, <laughs> sorry, Griff. Some of it's just because of the fact that, you know, we're wearing the jerseys because people spent, you know, $175 on the authentic version, and they don't want to drop another $175. Um, I would it would be a great story. Cover my face, thank you. Um, 
talking that. talking shit about Griff. No, it would be a great story. I just don't see where he fits with this, with the way this team's run as far as the offense. I don't think that we've seen this. We've tried to put other quarterbacks into the Scott Turner system, and it doesn't go. The only two guys that make it go so far have been Kyle Allen has shown the ability to move the ball with it, and Taylor Heineke. And I think Cam is a Cam fits that mold. He plays more like Heineke and Allen do as opposed to Griff. Griff does not play the same style of ball. I wouldn't want to try to say, hey, Scott, we're going to bring this guy in. He plays a completely different style of football. Do something with him. Do you think Scott Turner's going to change his offense? No. He'll probably make it more conservative again. And then we go back to, uh, you know, the days of five-yard outs and and three-yard crosses. I don't want that. I don't want that. And I just yeah. don't think that he would do that for, for Griff. And I don't think it would be a good look for Griff to play in an offense like that. I just don't think that he and the current offense we run mix at all. No, I, I agree with you, man. And we got a comment from Thomas Mill. And so uh, I think y'all might have said it a couple times already, but if we can just get a score on board first, we can rely on our run game a little bit more. So that, that sort of ties into our next segment defensively. Can the Washington football team defense please stand up? So if if we were to score and rely on the run game, that means that the defense has to keep us close. They have to keep it respectable. Um, they can't. We can't get into a shootout um, if that were to come true. So, question for you, Phil. First, after the first two weeks of the 2021 NFL season. We heard our fan base, we heard the NFL talk about, hey, the Cowboys' defense is sick. Like, they're doing the damn thing. They look good. They look good. I rate defenses on points allowed because points allowed and points scored are what win and lose games. And it surprised me today because I did look at points allowed for the Washington football team. 49. Cowboys, 48. They're they're tied at one in division. You know, the Eagles, 23 points allowed, one and one. Um, and then the Giants, 57. So that that kind of shocked me a little bit. But going into week three, Phil, do you believe that our defense can stand up and do the damn thing versus the Buffalo Bills? They absolutely can. Will is a different question. We need to see that. And, you know, look, we thought that this defense was highly overrated through the first four or five games of last season, and then they showed up. We need them to show up starting now. But we know that this defense can play better because we've seen this defense play better. And we are starting some, you know, we got a couple of rookies that are getting a lot of playing time. Jamin Davis, Benjamin St. Juice are playing a lot of snaps. That's not an excuse. That's just an observation. Um, The thing is, is that this defense has to get a little more creative. They need to learn from where they succeeded. Um, I mean, remember, for all of us giving up, 29 points and almost more for for some bounces off of hands. Um, this defense did spend a good amount of the last game uh, in the backfield against the Giants. Again, remember, we were putting a lot of pressure uh, early on old Daniel Jones, and that's what kept us, you know, that's why that's how, how we got the lead initially. But I think that. They have to when when other teams adjust to them, they need to adjust on the fly a little bit better. And you saw San Diego do that late. 
we kind of figured out San Diego for a chunk of the middle of the game, and then they started coming back on us and, and doing more. Um, I, same thing happened in the Giants game. Giants started figuring us out, and we didn't adjust. And I think yeah. that we need to be able to adjust better on the fly. This is a team that did really well with adjusting at halftime last season, but that's because they were, were always playing from behind. This season, both games we've had so far, it's been close throughout the entire game. And I think that we're not making enough adjustments on the fly going into the second half to change things up. I know if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But tweak. Can we do some halftime tweaks at least so that we're not coming out showing the same looks that they've already seen for 30 minutes? Bless you. Thank you. I muted it. I muted it. I didn't. Did it make I, saw, I saw it. And I'm a nice guy. <laughs> I was like, damn, I thought I muted it. Despite, hey, um... despite what Twitter and Facebook both think, I'm a nice guy. Hey, for the podcast community, Rod just sneezed. Bless him. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, uh, so you see the comment from uh, Antonio Brown again. Washington football team needs a real field general out there in defense. So I'm going to kick it to you, Dev. We drafted Jamin Davis, first-round Kentucky, UK guy. Um, he's didn't have as many snaps last week, but the snaps that he did play, he made plays. So do you think that we are on the cusp of having a field general? And, and we got it. We got Chase Young. We got Montez Sweat. But the field general typically belongs to the middle linebacker, someone in that linebacker core. Do you think he's on the cusp of becoming that guy? And if so, how soon? Well, I think that they should play him there now. I think athletically, I think schematically, I think for the things they want to do on defense, Jamie Davis is an upgrade over Bostic. I can't understand why they play this guy Bostic on third downs. I don't know why they play him at all. To be honest, and, and you know. I like Bostic enough where I won't. I don't think he's a bad enough player to cut, but I think he's. I think that he needs to be significantly upgraded at that position, man. You know, and I think Jamie Davis was supposed to be it. I don't know why Kalik Hudson isn't playing this much. That's a question nobody asked. That's what's up, baby. Like Mike, uh, Mike Piat, Mike Piat. Love you, man. Love you, dude. But I want to just say that I think that, uh, yeah. Jamin Davis could be the the what is what was his pro pro football focus thing the other day? Uh, they said high, it, it was his highest uh, grade of the year. He, I think he, it was everybody. I think it was the rookie highest too, right? It was until like it was until the games were finished. I think the the Ravens rookie finished like with the top rating. I don't know I his got, name. I got all the PFF numbers. I'm just waiting to rip them off. I'm all sure. right, okay. well, I'm gonna let you rip those off. But I all think right. I think Jamin Davis needs to play more. Then Boston. That's my answer to your question. So, yes. Greg, Greg Delaney makes a good point. Secondary is raw, and Collins is, Collins is still being his famous self. Steve, do you, do you agree with that? Yeah, that that's, my, that's my thing is Jamin Davis will be the field general one day. Just give him some time. He's growing. It's like the quarterback of the defense. Being a middle linebacker rookie is probably harder than being a quarterback. You have to learn so much. You have to coach that whole team, and you're just a linebacker. You're like, I'm just a fucking linebacker. I'm not a quarterback but you have to quarterback the defense. Landon effing Collins should be the one back there calling the shots, putting people in the right position. But what is he doing? He's not doing a whole lot. So it's not Jamin's fault. He will learn the position. Just give him some time. But Landon needs to – he's the other anchor back there. He has to He has to do that, and he's not doing it. So it's very frustrating. Um, as far as the rest of the numbers go, let me just tell you the Washington – I, I compared all the PFF, you know, I love, I'm a metrics nerd. I love, I love pro football focus. So all the players on, on, on defense, edge rushers, 
AJ Epinesa, he's ranked fifth. Montez is ranked eighth. Jerry Hughes, 14th, and Chase is 51st. So it's a little bit of spread, but that AJ dude, you got you got to watch out for him. Interior rushers, we seem to dominate the one. Allen is fifth. Payne is 16th. Ed Oliver's 25th. And Madden Ionitis is 49th. So we seem to dominate the one. Linebackers, Matt Milano, the number one pro football focus ranked linebacker in the NFL right now is Bill's linebacker, Matt Milano. And I James, wanted him in free agency yeah. so bad. Jamin's 38th, Cole's 44th, Tremaine Edwards 48th. So we're, you know, we're lagging behind. Cornerbacks, they dominate us on the cornerback PFF rankings. Dane Jackson 19, Teron Johnson 23, Kendall 60th, Tredavious White 63, and Levi Wallace 74. So outside of Kendall, none of our dudes even appear in the top 100. Safeties. Cam Curls ranked 11th. Micah Hyde ranked 12th. Micah Hyde's a great safety, by the way. Bobby McCain, 43rd. Jordan Poyer for the Bills, 48th. Glenn is nowhere to be found. So, hey, Steve, I, I thought St. Juice was was higher than um, Kendall Fuller, cornerback. Uh, I, I thought he was I, the top-ranked guy for oh, us. Oh, 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 oh. Well, I checked. He was oh, like – He had a good, 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 good bounce-back week, too. He didn't play bad defense week got, one. He just got ooh. caught on a lot. <laughs> He, 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 I'll tell you where he is. He, he grew up, uh, he grew up with me too. St. Juice is 93rd. So that first wow. week and second week combined, they got him. They got him. Wow. He dropped well, to 93rd. Least, yeah. William well, Jackson is 96th. So, William yeah, Jackson defense is off to a rough It seems start. like he's played better than that. Well, it's because the first game. Remember, so PFF is not about did I get a sack, did I get it in. It's did I play correctly on that play. So these numbers tell you that they're playing correctly. Buffalo is. They don't even grade you on PFF whenever you don't uh, when you don't appear on the play. (laughs) According to according to uh, you know what though, it felt like it felt like that we haven't seen William Jackson get thrown a lot to either. So there, it's kind of like he's only showing up when something bad happens. But oftentimes he's not even appearing because they're not throwing the ball his way. It does not feel like William Jackson's getting a lot of balls thrown his way. That's that's just my my observation. Now according to Papa yeah. Jones, Papa Jones says he's trash juice. He he leads the team in interceptions with one. <laughs> that's awful. I mean, I hope we can get some, at least one. Two, it's been two, awful, it's been two games, games, man. I know, but it's crazy. I'll tell you what, though, man. Like it's. It's a lot closer than we probably expect to be, like, as far as the current 2021 capabilities of both teams. Like, looking at it, if you close your eyes and just go through the numbers, like, they're leading rusher, passer, receiver, et cetera. Um, it's all neck and neck with the Washington football team. Just right. defensively, I'm- top t- 10 tackles for Toron Jackson, 11 for Kendall Fuller. Now, that kind of hurts me a little bit because you want your – middle linebackers or your linebackers to, to lead the team. Well, I guess right underneath it, Cole Holcomb was 11 as well. So, but you don't want your cornerbacks making or le- leading the lead, uh, leading the team in, in tackles. Cause you're just too much shit is getting through, man. But uh, yeah, they're, they're, our, our defense is having the same year as Josh Allen. That's right. how I put it. That's you know that they can do more. So yes. You know, they can do more. They've shown they can do more, but they haven't done more. They haven't done anything this year, really. So. I don't know if Josh Allen can do anything, man. That, y'all basing his whole career on one year. He's been in the league four years. Yeah, but that was one good year. He was raw from the beginning. I mean, he finished second right. in MVP behind Aaron Rodgers. I'm just saying, it was a great year. You can't negate that he had that yeah, one year. I, I, it I'm was last year. I saw Wentz get MVP votes. I saw Ryan get an MVP. I mean, it could happen. Yeah, but 
Matt Ryan's also an, an effective quarterback. He's he's won a lot of games. Yeah, I'm not saying Josh Allen's not effective. Not, and and Josh Allen, you know, he didn't do anything till Stephon Diggs got there. You know that too, right? So right. I think Stephon Diggs had a lot to do with his success last year. Like people love to compare Lamar Jackson to Josh Allen, and it's not fair because I think Lamar Jackson is better. Lamar Jackson does more with less than what Josh Allen does right. with Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley. Steve, do we have and an Emmanuel answer? Sanders. Do we do have, we an, have answer? an answer for Stephon Diggs? Uh, from the defense I've seen so far this year, no, we don't. I mean, you uh, you can hope to neutralize them. You know what I mean? We, keep, up. we play that soft zone like we've been playing. Uh, I don't think. I mean, think about the elite, not elite receivers. What are the great receivers that we've seen so far between the Chargers and the Giants? Giants don't have any. What did Keenan Allen do to us? Destroyed us, especially in clutch moments, just destroyed us. But I think a lot of that was scheme-based. If they can fix the scheme, I think we can stop Stephon Diggs. But if they play that lazy soft zone, like for some reason Jack Del Rio's been playing, and if we don't get pressure on the quarterback, he's going to have a field day. First of all, aren't you the same guy who tried to tell me that um, Sterling Shepard was a great wideout last year? Uh, I probably said that last year, but that was probably based on Madden. <laughs> no, Galladay is a great, a, a good receiver, man. He's a, I know, a bad, but you're just saying the Giants team. don't have any great receivers. And I just remember having this conversation last year where I said, "Well, who are the Giants receivers?" You said, well, "We got Sterling Shepard." So. Yeah, and Evan Ingram was supposed to be good too. I mean, shit, he made a Pro Bowl, but I still think he sucks. He does, but <laughs> nonetheless, do we have an answer for Stefan Diggs? Maybe. Yeah. Um, it's it that's such a maybe, and it's funny because we know how good this de- this defense can be, and that's why everything when we're not we even when we don't play well, it's maybe. It's maybe maybe we can do it. We may have it. It all depends if they can, you know. Just get their heads out of their asses a little bit more or less, and that begins with and that starts with the coaching. And I know that Del Rio gets a lot of leeway in this. This is not Ron's defense. This is Jack Del Rio's defense, and I'm kind of glad it is that way. But at the same time, you know, maybe Ron needs to get in there and say, "Jack, get more aggressive. Get a little riverboat in you." Yeah, because we're going, in, we're going in. We're going into enemy territory too. So. Big challenge for everybody. And, and look, and look, hey, for for once, kind of off topic, but for once, hey, crowd. I know that we heard some of the Giants fans, but I'll tell you what: at the end of that game last week, our home crowd was rocking that stadium, and I've heard people say it's been it hasn't been like that in years. Yeah, this that awesome. experience. So you know what, winning does bring the people back. So now will be a good time for us to go out and start winning on the road so that when they come back home, we have even more of a home field advantage. Yeah. Well, do we have two back-to-back road games coming up? Or are we uh, waiting for the schedule back up? Yeah. You had to ask, didn't you? you asked the question, damn it. Why did you do that? Um, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we are back-to-back on the road at the Bills and at the Falcons. Okay. We should come out of this with a split because the Falcons look like trash. We're gonna beat the great Bills, stadium. man. We're gonna beat the Bills. Watch. So, we're gonna, so I, I feel like we're, we're gonna play the Bills tough. We're gonna play. No, them I think tough. we'll beat them. I think we'll beat them handily. I think we'll beat them. I think it's a bad matchup for the Bills. I don't think that, that. I'm not saying that we're better than the Bills. I'm just thinking it's a bad matchup. I don't think this. I don't think this is the good enough team 
I don't think we're a bad enough team for them to get right against. I don't think they right the ship versus us. What are the Bills? Oh, and what are the Bills? One and two, oh, and two. What are they? One and one. one, one, one. one, one. So Dev, Dev, I want to ask you then. So if, if you're saying we're going to beat the Bills, what's Stefan Diggs' stat line? Because you got to, sh- I think you would have to shut him down. I mean, you just got to shut him out. You, you just got to get him out. The, you just got to get him out the end zone. I, I, I mean, I can perfectly see him catching six, seven balls, as long as none of them are in the end zone. You know, uh, do we, I think we're we'll bragging we'll on? What's he going? What's his stats? I'm gonna give him six for forty-eight. Wow, that that's actually pretty plausible if you think about it. From the way yeah. they've been running them a yeah. lot short this year. But they but what they do what teams are doing is what their real is doing is playing out and they're catching five. San Diego didn't really beat Washington. Washington beat Washington that game. Blown assignments. That's not offense doing that to you. It's them not lining up right or getting in the right areas. They didn't just – somebody didn't just catch it in their face, shake three moves, hurdle a dude, and run it for a touchdown through their face. They didn't get bullied or anything. They literally just blew assignments and lost the game. They almost That's blew saying, another assignment it, it, and lost against scheme. the Giants. They almost blew another one and lost the Giants. <laughs> Freaking Mike. Perfect time to use that, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not on a pack. But – <laughs> That's crazy. But anyways, I'm not saying that we're better than the Bills. I'm just thinking it's a bad matchup for them. I think if our defense gets a little bit of pass rush, I think we'll be okay. I don't, I'm not scared of them defensively, man. I'm not scared of their defense as much as I would was the Chargers and the uh, Giants. I think they got better players on defense on those teams. Here's the thing: we, we haven't gotten those, a pass rush I, all, all year. Why Why would you think we get a pass we, rush next we got a, next We got time. a pass rush against the – uh, against uh, both Did teams, you see the Daniel we just Jones couldn't get to pressure him. in the first half of that yeah. game. They got a lot of pass rush in the first game. Dudes like going to bond two seconds. Maybe, maybe, maybe disruptions or hurries. Or we, we did. I, I'll agree with Dev. We we did. We we caused disruptions, but we didn't. Finish. We didn't. We didn't have the impactful plays that you would expect we, from. Said we don't give up three of those third and eight, third and seventeens, man. It's just like I said. It's that. it's just that Bostic got to get you got to get that motherfucker out the game on third downs, bro. And and no disrespect to to Bostic because I think he's a smart player. I think that he tackles. He doesn't miss a lot of tackles, but he doesn't get deep enough on passes and he blows assignments, man. You can't keep him on the field on third down. I it's I'm a Knicks fan, so it's, it's just like whenever I see. Alfred Payton line up at point guard every fucking game, man, knowing that Derrick Rose is better than him. But he just I kept think- putting him out there. It's what I feel like when I watch Washington. I'm like, why are they putting Bostic out there on third and long, man? He serves you no good. Why does he keep getting put out there? Two why is nobody asking him that either, by the way? Two things. One, Mike P. I was just made the point that I was going to make. We are the most potent offense that Buffalo's faced this season. Yeah, absolutely. I'm Which is you, crazy. Dude. Crazy because it's gonna be a matchup I watched, problem. I watched Pittsburgh, I watched Pittsburgh literally get two big plays, and that was it on their in, in, out of their entire offense against the Raiders. Uh who by the way looked pretty legit. Um Derek Carr, my boy. But <laughs> come come to DC. But the the, the the Steelers don't look too particularly potent on offense. Miami's a kind of a, a, a limp dick. So now you've got us who are walking in as the best offense that Buffalo's seen yet this season. So I think that we could propose a test. You know, 
something about Scott Turner and Taylor Heineke opens up the, the passing game, which is nice. Now, at the same time, can Antonio Gibson please have more than 13 carries? Please. Scott. Scott, that's I'm begging you. Where was Jared Patterson? L- listen, it's 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 crazy. So I have a coworker who's a Cowboys fan, and I asked him about Zeke. And I know you're you're talking about AG, so that's why I'm bringing up Zeke right now. So I said, but I said, hey man, we, we kind of believe that he fell off and he's not doing what he needs to do. He said, Hey, consider this. Our passing game is is working. We're moving the ball with the quarterback. And when it starts getting cold, Zeke will be available. Do you do you think we're doing the same thing with Antonio Gibson? When you no. can't pass as effectively. I think we're giving too many opportunities to McKissick that Antonio Gibson should be getting. I'm over Antonio. I'm over am over JD McKissick. Great 51 yard catch last week. You are taking opportunities away from that should be going to Antonio Gibson. You got 80 passes is, last year. You hey, gonna tell him he I, should I get the ball less? I got it. He yes. ain't fumble. He ain't fumble yes. no games away. He ain't fumble yes. no games away. Just tear I'm the band off. Refill. I'm gonna need a refill. He, he won a he won a game with his catch, basically. Like what is what, You're is, not what, wrong. Is, what You're has not Gibson wrong. ever done, man? I'm just saying Gibson needs to needs to be in those Rick big Dallas. opportunities, those third down opportunities. He's he's not getting he's not getting those opportunities. First and second, and he comes Andy, out. He dropped like two passes. I dropped like two passes against San Diego. I want Jared Patterson getting more yeah. opportunities. I want if you don't trust Gibson to be a 20 carry a game back, 25 no. carry a game back, then you let him get 15 to 15 18, and you start giving Jared Patterson the ball more because there needs to be some balance. I get yeah. what your, your friend was saying. Oh, Zeke will be ready in, you know, in the wintertime. But that just sounds like excuses for a guy who's just not producing uh, the way Zeke's not producing this. Dallas, is, Dallas fans are alcoholics and drugs, drunks, dog. I mean, that, that, every I, he's, year, he's my friend. He's not. Every year, every <laughs> year we hear it. Oh, Dallas is winning. Dallas is – everybody gets, well, Dak is back. Well, Dak went one in five last year, man, when he was starting. One in five, bro. And the only game they won is because Atlanta missed the onside kick they should have got in the dumbest play of the year. They they want to ask me for the dumbest play of the year for that. Tom, Thomas Miller with a good point. Do you think you guys think it's a, his turf toe lingering? No, man. Turf toe ain't no. stopping from catching the fucking ball in this against uh, San Diego. He's, he's move, he seems to be cutting and moving just fine. He was productive when he was running the ball. Man, he fumbled this twice. When he, was, he fumbled twice and he dropped two passes against San Diego. Y'all want him to get okay, more. Okay, but I'm talking about the Giants. The game, and he was still productive in the in, against San Diego. He had 90 yards rushing on 20 carries. That's four and yeah, a half and yards. He had, he had two fumbles you and two drop passes. And a half yards of, oh, you want four and a half yards to pop out of your running back. It don't matter if you get 10 yards to carry if you fumble twice and drop two passes. Did he fumble against the Giants? No, but also okay, guy, that, like, that answers my question. But y'all act like McKissick needs less carries when he's the one that called him passes at the end McKissick of the game. McKissick should not be running the he ball. He got the touchdown. Like running back. McKissick got a touchdown at running back. Because they showed a pass play. They weren't expecting run. Say what hey, you fla- say. Flashing Mike, I'm flashing Mike Piatt's I'm uh, team McKissick, man. I'm team comments, McKissick. Man. Do, you, do you guys think that McLaurin gets 15 targets? Yay or nay? Just go around 11, the way. Yay or nay? 11. No. 11 targets, Phil? 10 to 12. Yeah. 11 Steve? sounds about right. No. How, how many do you think he gets, Steve? Targets? Targets. I'll say 12. 
They'll catch eight. I give him. I give him eight targets, five receptions. I go. think that their defense is just that much better. That that it's going to be a little bit more challenging for our our hometown hero. And I, I don't I, think. I don't, next, I don't, don't think. think that, so? I don't think the Bills are better on defense than the Giants or San Diego. Man, I really don't. I hate to say this, but you, you see, Rod, you your prediction right there is exactly what I thought uh, McLaurin was going to have against the Giants. That turned out to be false. So and he had Brad, Brad, just, whatever. Just his saying, name, I mean, I, that, that's that's exactly what I thought it was going to be. I thought he was going to get like eight targets, and I thought he was going to have like five catches for you know sixty-five yards or something like that. We nope, never said he went out there and ball four so. four receptions, sixty-two yards for San Diego. Right, he had that on San Diego. San Diego got two former Pro Bowl corners and an All Pro safety. Now the Giants got an All Pro corner. And a Pro Bowl safety, and but what do the Bills have? Their corner ain't even playing, right? They got Josh Poyer, yeah, Dane Johnson, but, and Dane Jackson. They're just they're oh, they're just decent. They're not right. superstars. They're not none of those guys are all. Pro neither are our right? guys. That, neither are our guys. You know what? <laughs> well, we they can't. We see William Jackson. We got an all pro on the line. Um, the thing is, though, is you see, you made a point. They're decent, and it scares me that if Scott Turner sees a. He's going to throw the running game completely out of the playbook because he's going to say, well, they're just decent. Oh, I can pass all day on these guys. And we might even win doing that. But yep. you're not going to win an NFC's title working that consistently. I, I think the, the mismatch is going to be their receivers versus uh, us. If you Our defense. We have Terry McLaurin and then Logan Thomas. Who else we have? You could say J.D. McKissick, but that's it. Adam Humphreys might get just a snag or two, but nobody else do anything. I mean, they have Diggs, Emmanuel Ricky Sanders, Seals, and, man. And, and Cole and sure. Cole Beasley. And one play, one play doesn't count. Diggs, Emmanuel Sanders, and Cole Beasley. Like that's a lot to stop. They're fast. They're shifty. They're wiry. If you see and yet they haven't been that productive with those guys. They haven't, but those guys have been playing well, and and we know what they can do. And they're all healthy right now. Right well, now, right how now, they're healthy. Well, can you say they're playing when they're not being productive? I'm I'm saying that. We know what they can do if Josh Allen is in tune, and and they're all ranked higher than our wide receivers from a pro football focus perspective. As, as much as you want to put in, in stock into that, those rankings, our guys are nowhere to be found, even even remotely close. Besides Terry McLaurin, from a wide receiver perspective, tight ends, they're they're tight end. They have a guy who's ranked higher than Logan Thomas, named Dawson Dawson. No, he's ranked twentieth. So I don't know much about him. I just I just looked his name up. So he's 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 decent. Davius White is playing, Mike. Tredavious. He is. He'll be out there. Micah Hyde might not be playing. Is what questionable? Starla, whatever name is, he's not going to uh, play. Well, Cole Beasley didn't practice today. I didn't know that. He did, he's a DNP. If they DNP Starla Tulio Wednesday, you say, he's not gonna here's play. the thing. Cole Beasley is the guy that scares me because he's the kind of guy that goes off on us. It's yes, always, always the did. Number two guy. Always did. You're right. It goes off on us, and I just yeah. so if Cole Beasley doesn't play, I feel a lot better all of a sudden. But if Cole Beasley's playing, then that's the guy I'm worried about going like Mike. You know, ten catches for 98 yards. Yeah, what kind Mike of you have an you know entire what? roster I might, of I might, Bills? I was gonna, you know what? I might try that. Just enter like a one dollar entry on Fanduel. Put everyone playing Washington just to see what comes out. You can do that. Do a 1 p.m. special. On our Fanduel? 1 p- no. no. 1 p.m. special. 
And then, uh, yeah. By the way, join the FanDuel if you're listening, please. Right. Finally. We're trying to get enough. We might have to. We might have to bump it down to 15 so we can get 13 to play, 13 to run it. Right. 20. We need 16 out of 20 to run it. We were close. We had 13. We were close, but. See, I don't do FanDuel, man. I'll do season-long fantasy because I'm a a marathon runner. I'm not a sprinter. (laughs) That's the fun part, though. You bet one bad lineup, hey, forget about it. Get another good lineup next week. I never make money out of FanDuel. I hate it. I won eight bucks last week with my lineup. Not too bad. Use Jared and Gibson out there like Philly did McCoy. And uh, who else did they did McCoy do it with? So here's here oh, here's the question. I guess I, I guess we should we should ask because we're kind of battling back and forth here. Um, do we want to move to predictions? Yeah, let's go. Go ahead. Let's go. I'm up. logging all the predictions. So last week, I'll recap last week before we start. Dev, you had 28-14 Washington football team. Phil, you had 23-19 Washington. Dev said Haneke would have 350. That was pretty close. I don't know it's Toby Yardage. Phil, 23-19 Washington. AG would have 110 yards rushing. Yeah, that didn't happen. Rod had the Giants winning 27-16. Daniel Jones <laughs> ripping off a 422 and three touchdown day. That and didn't I had happen. Washington winning 20-17. Leonard Williams with two sacks. And then Daniel Jones would have 60 yards rushing. He totally obliterated that number. Yeah. Um, other than that, none of the, none of the, the, the guests uh, got close. With the scores, they were all pretty much around ours, a little bit different. Um, but none of them had the, was it 30 to 29? What was the final score? 30 29? 30 29. 30 29 final score. So, yep. Be, so, I'm already, already, still, though, I'm, I'm a, so ref the district quoted or 26 24 Washington. I already got it logged. I have him up. So, Nathan so Stoner Trev, I don't know who that was, but I'm logging you guys for, uh, 28-26-24 Washington football team and Rod. Are we are we still trying to give away the Ryan Grant signed jersey? Absolutely. If there's a if there's a second prediction, I'll give away the Bryce Love signed pylon for what it's I'd worth. Rather, I'd rather have that. Hold on. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll see. I got to find it first. It, it, I have it somewhere. Steve uh, said he's Steve says he's going to send it to me at the end of the season as a pity right. gift, and no one wins it because I of should. my Bryce I Love should. fandom. I should. I'm putting it on my so girlfriend's cool. side of the bed. So when I die for the pile on, I, I win two trophies. <laughs> Phil, what, uh, what is your prediction? Oh, this is going to be heartbreaking uh, to say, but I'm going to say we're going to play it tough. It's going to be a, a, a close game. It's going to be another cardiac kid game where you're going to be reaching for the for the tums and for the the. Pepto, but uh, I do. I see us losing this game 27 to 23. So 27 23 Buffalo. All right. 27 23 Buffalo. Okay. Um, Thomas Millen has it 34 to 27 Washington. 34 20. Ooh. Yeah, you got us racking up some points on Buffalo. Yeah. We racked up on better defenses. Dev, what's, what's your prediction? 35, 20, good guys. And Heineke throws another 300. He's thrown 300 yards every game he's played for us, guys. Every game he's played for us, I he's thrown think, 300, y- that- 300 yards over 60% passing. Every game he's played for us. I do so, think he's going to be at about like 280 this week. I don't think he's going to be 300, 300, two touchdowns, maybe one pick. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. 
I'm writing it down. Two eighty three hundred. Would you say two TDs? Yeah. One he says score. he's saying he's saying over three hundred and two TDs. Okay. I said he'll be at two eighty. What's your score, Dev? Thirty five twenty. Good guys. Thirty five twenty. Watch the both team. I also log your six for forty eight stat line for uh, old uh, Harry. You did say that, that right? Six right. for forty-eight. We, oh, log this stat line for me. Go if, ahead. Cole Be- if Cole Beasley plays, this is if he plays. He has got a veteran day. He'll go, he'll go ten catches for ninety-five yards and a touchdown. <laughs> ten ninety-five and one. Hey, All go right. check out Cole Beasley's mixtape. By the way, you like it? Is it good? The worst shit ever. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's horrible. But oh, I'm sure he sell more albums than I would, so I'm not going. He uh, definitely uh, he has a mixtape, and it's a legit one. It's like I think it's got like the baby or some people on it. It's got like some real people on it, man. Cole Beasley mixtape. Check it out. I will. I will not check it out. Antonio Brown sets Washington football team 29, Bills 26. You got that, Steve? Got it. Antonio Brown. I got. Uh, go ahead and rip off Mike's. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 31 29 Buffalo and Hopkins misses two field goals. Damn, man. hey, that mulligan last week, how clutch was that, man? What's up, how Andre? Clutch was that? How you doing? That's, that's, my, girl, that's my girlfriend, man. I, I know, yeah, we know. <laughs> Is it An- Andrea, Andrea, or Andrea? Oh, uh, Andrea, I always alternate. Okay, Andrea, hello, uh, Andrea, how are Andrea. you doing? How you doing? Thomas um, Thomas Millen agrees with you, old Dev. He says three hundred plus two touchdowns for Haskins. So it's gonna happen, man. Haskins, Haskins. Haskins. what the Haskins. fuck, man? Hey, hey man. listen. Hey, play the weed. How come he don't drinking? get the weed thing? How come the weed thing don't show up when he? How come you don't get the weed? I drink, man. I drink. Fuck all that. Show the weed thing, man. He just make. There you go. That's for Rod right there. Rod. <laughs> I ain't seen nobody talk about no Haskins. It's the same thing. They both begin with an H. It's a. Uh, I was watching. No, I was watching ESPN earlier, and they were talking about Big Ben's pectoral injury, and Haskins might be stepping up. So he was in the back of my mind. My apologies. Haskins, Haskins is the number two. Good for him. I hope he does. If he yeah. gets the opportunity, I hope he does it. Me too. About RG three though, since I, I didn't really get a chance to say anything about that, I take RG, but I'd rather have Cam. Knew that was coming. Nah, I like. I, I mean, think he—he's definitely a change. He's—he's the—he's a changed Robert Griffin. He is not the Robert Griffin of old, by the way. I think he's his skill set matches exactly what they want to do here. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how healthy he—he he would be when he gets hit once. You never know, but I don't know how how well he has as memory. You know, the playbook studies. You know what I mean? The stuff that they used to knock him on, right. the, the reading the defenses, and I, I don't know where it stands. Where they don't. It would be cool seeing him run out there they with the don't. flag and shit. RG three. <laughs> That's what he was saying. It would be a cool story. That's what he said. He goes, "It would be, a cool, be a cool story. It would be a cool story. Cool story. Maybe five years from now. Cool story, bro. Yeah, yeah. I hope it stays a cool story. By the way, I don't. I don't want yeah. RG three. I don't want to have to have another quarterback. I want to keep the one we have. Just, uh, I'm gonna keep riding Heineke, man. Do you think Heineke I, keeps I the wanna, job when Fitz comes back? Heineke can be consistent with it. If if he's if we're if we're two games above five hundred when Fitz is ready, yes, I think he will keep the, keep the job. I think he so. Does. I think it's his. You know what Fitz is. You don't know what Heineke is yet. Well, yeah, it's his. Let's find we, out. I think you know. I think before we started, I said by week six it would be his anyways, even with the healthy yeah. Fitz. 
We, I think we all kind of said it between week six, seven ish, give or take. Y'all did. I, I said, I, I said, I did not. Did I not said, if he ever gets that. in, if he ever gets in, it's over. I knew it, if he ever got in the game, it was going to be over for that dude, man. I want to. I'll just. I'm going to hate the end of the year though, and we barely missed the playoffs or something, and or we make right it back where we killed. started. And Ron has said something like, "Man, if I could have went back, I would have started Heineke the whole year and gave him the whole offseason." I guarantee that's what he's going to do. I wish it, you know, I regret not letting him be the number one quarterback the whole offseason. Guarantee says it. Let's chill on that until he does it for a prolonged stretch before we start getting Ryan's comes regrets. Yeah. I All just right. hope we hit the lotto, but my prediction. Let's go, Rod. Let's go. What do you got? Would you still do this pod if you hit the lottery in one minute? Hell Fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. That wouldn't be I working. You guys. We'd be increasing the production value if that happened. <laughs> we don't have fucking four cameras. <laughs> I, I might fly us somewhere <laughs> and we could do the podcast on the beach. Yes. Damn. We would have. What, you said one million or a hundred million? hundred million. All the millions. Okay. Yeah. All the all millions. Million. Yeah. One million, I might. Uh, well, the, I'll, yeah, I'll buy your yeah, webcams yeah. or some shit like that. <laughs> Hundred million, we're doing the destination podcast. Yeah, but I'm, I'm gonna give my prediction. I think you guys ready? I think that the Washington football team against the Buffalo Bills in Week Three. Ah, oh, you guys was losing again. We'll be on the lower end of the totem pole, so ah. they will lose this game. Ah. They will lose this game. I think it'll be close. I think it will be 25, no, 20, 27 to 21. And the two missed field goals from Mike P will come into play, and we lose that game by six. So 21, Washington, 27, Buffalo. And we sign destroying, and then we're good. I wish, man. I wish I've been tired. Right. Fucking why the guy since May. <laughs> Proof is in the tweet. I, I'm I am close to you, Rod. I am 27-20 Buffalo, and Josh what? Allen has six, 65 yards and a touchdown. Listen, I don't like to go against Vegas too much. Vegas is spotting Buffalo nine points. That is huge. Washington football team covers the, they cover the nine points, 27-20, but they don't win this game. I'm, I'm betting on I'm Washington money cover, down. I am I'm putting gonna... money down on Washington covering the nine points. I think I am too. I think I am too. Yeah, that's a good bet. So explain that to me. If, if we beat them, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. You, win. you win. We can lose. We can lose. We just have to. Lose if you, if you, if we, if we win, it's an automatic win. But if automatic. we lose, as long as it's within nine points, it's a that's win correct. as well. So you have basically a big bubble to get to. It, it, that's why the the spread's so fun to play against. I bet my whole EBT card, man. I just got to cover. And and you know what, I'm Thomas it. Millen, you're right. This is why I do it. I'm the homer I, that always says we're 12 and four every year. I'm I, trying to be realistic, and I'm happy when we win. Now he ain't been realistic. He just lose every game so far. 12 and four every year, and then pick us to lose every game during the right. season. We'll be on. We'll be on three if Rob was right right now. I'm one and one so far. I said we would win hey. week one. I want to be wrong no. so bad. Make me wrong. I didn't. Make I said me we would wrong. lose. Make me wrong. Oh, I was right. Antonio Brown. Hey, so you're saying it's going to be another Giants game again where it comes down to – how about that drive, by the way, by Taylor to get it down there? Who did who he throw the ball to? Was that McKissick? Out and up. McKissick. Put some respect on his name. By New York. 
hey, he's a great hey, player. You know what? Now, you if you watch that I video would... I shared in the group, he set it up perfect. They was throwing that. They was running McKissick in motion, and they was running the out with him all the time, over and over again. Eventually, he ran it out and up, and that's why he didn't bit on it. Right. Yeah. Right. But he was running right. that out with him the whole game. If you watch the right. replay of the game. What, as a quarterback, you don't pump fake to the side you're going to because defenders are going to be looking at the guy like – the defender was looking at J.D. McKissick. So pumping to him doesn't do anything. You're supposed to pump to the opposite side to draw the safety and linebackers over. But the Giants are so bad, they were already over. Like, he pumped to the right side, and they were already on the linebackers and safeties were already going to the other side. I don't know how it worked out, but damn it. it because that's play. where McKissick was. I mean, that's where McLaurin was. Because uh, honestly, I why. don't think that's where Heineke was going to go until he saw McKissick was open and went, oh, shit. No, he had yeah, that the maybe, whole. He had maybe, that the maybe, whole time. He didn't look off. Pump, <laughs> maybe the, the pump video, was to the right to go to the left. I don't you know. Watch the right. video, you watch the video. You watch the video. That was his intent. From what, when I watched that back, I think that was his intent. Was he was going to go? He was going to go. He went. He went. Right, looked one way. He was going to go the other. But when he pumped, he went. Shit! They left him open. Yeah. I don't nah, think he if you, watch the, if you watch the replay, he never even looks on the other side. He literally, like you could tell, they show in that video I sent on, on, on the Facebook. I forgot who did it on YouTube, but he broke down the whole, all of his passes, and that was it a was big a, one at the end. He, he uh, They was running that same set the whole game, and they were pretty much running the dude in motion, setting up his man, and then they would do an out to him. But uh, he wasn't really getting open, so they was hitting uh, McKissick on that little slant he was doing. But on that play – that he he ran it out and he just ran straight up and that dude literally the cor- the corner just bent on the out and he was gone up sideline. I wish he was faster though, man. That dude's slow as molasses after he caught it. But yeah, McKissick, man, put some respect on his name. Respect. Are you are you giving a shout out to McKissick? McKissick yeah. is my shout out. I like McKissick, okay. man. Y'all hate on me. I've been hating him since last year, especially Steve. I, I like him, man. He he, he performs. He he and is he what we thought Chris Thompson would be. So yeah, I'm good with him, man. Accurate. Completely accurate. That's what we I'm wanted. Chris Thompson kind of was that if he could stay healthy. He just couldn't stay healthy. He couldn't stay healthy. Yeah. McKissick does yeah. stay healthy. So couldn't stay healthy. I'll give him that. Philly O83. Shout out to Twitter for shutting down your account. Or no? no. I, I see. Shout out to social no, no. media for making me like the, the pariah. Like I look at some of the things other people I, I don't even know why I got banned on Twitter. I don't even know if it's because of something I said, something I posted. Then I shared, or maybe it was just one of those things where someone tried to log into my account and they closed it down until they verify. I don't know, but I'm now on suspension from both Facebook and Twitter. Are you ISIS? So, huh? Are hey, what's ISIS? that one the Republicans I'm got? The what's that Arab on this podcast? <laughs> it might have something to do Basis. with it. What's that? What's the one that Donald <laughs> Trump on, goes I'm to now? City, if anything, uh, p- parlor. parlor. Yeah, you get on Parlor, man. <laughs> Parlor hey, didn't exist. That got shut down by Apple. They're in Facebook Messenger now too, so no, we're, nobody's safe. You're gonna be in our text messages safe, next. Y'all. Yeah, because Dev caught Dev caught three days from. Yeah, Facebook we're we're Messenger. gonna move our we're gonna move our admin chat to Signal. I'm pretty sure, boys, coming yeah. soon. Well, Morris Code uh, podcast coming soon, man. Oh man, <laughs> that's funny. Do y'all do know Morris Code by hey, the way? Hey, well, is the Messenger still around? They still teach that Morris Code is. We have I have people I work with who are former Morse code practitioners, believe it or not. It's it's dead. I mean, people still know it like voice. They, like they probably a, teach them like in um Sear school, which yeah, is like survive, evade, resist, escape, or something like that. Yeah. Um it's not a yeah. military occupational specialty anymore. 
It used to be like a job, but not anymore. Morse operators was actual. I'll just be if I'm captured, I'm just gonna be yelling, help! Like <laughs> right, yeah, no three man down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see the you FBI agent trying to teach those uh, kids. Do you remember U five seven one? You seen U five seven one? The the movie U five seven one, where he's, oh, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's handcuffed and he's he's banging Morse on the pipes. I am U five seven one. Destroy me. Still has yeah, a man. Buddha look. <laughs> a Buddha look, huh? Got you. I got belly on me. It's the beard. It's the beard. It's the beard. It's the beard. Shout out to everyone participating in the chat tonight, man, because. We try, we've been trying very much so to have an opposing teams, podcast, and or fan jump on with us. And because we were short, we were kind of short on topics, to be honest. And you guys give us a lot to talk about. And, you know, you, you, you punch something up and you kind of give us a segue. So we appreciate the feedback. It, it means the most. I love the live pods more than the pre-recorded ones, um, just because the, the feedback and back and forth banter with you guys is is awesome, as always. So um shout out to justin sawyer as well he's probably not watching anymore if he is salute for staying on yeah and sorry about sorry about your sorry about your lanyard bro like i sent you that in july steve Steve showed us the uh the destroyed envelope and the usps message saying hey we're sorry we found this it was yeah the lanyard was not there um so i am going to manhattan kansas this weekend i will bring that ryan grant jersey if no one wins it i'll just give it to you just as a, a, a thank you and a sorry for uh, winning something and not and not having yeah. it arrive, so that will be the consolation. If no one gets the the the, uh, the score right, I'll link up with you in the next two weeks while I'm out there and I'll give it to you, Justin. So, hey, Steve, hey. yeah, shout out to um, hey Mike Piat, thanks for joining us, man. Shout out to the Eddie Mike podcast. Um, appreciate appreciate what you guys rep the district. Thanks for joining in. Hey, and if you haven't already done so. Um, please go to the YouTube channel, regardless of which platform, if you're, you're watching this on, um, please go like, please go subscribe. You know, we're just trying, we're trying to build our brand. We're just trying to, trying to get better, trying to put out some better content for you guys, trying to rip off, you know, more and more content each week, but you haven't done so please, please help us grow. Like, like share, subscribe, hit that notification button and, and, and join us on YouTube, but you know, continue to watch us through the other platforms through Twitter, Periscope, Facebook group, the Facebook, uh, Facebook live that we do. So thank you for everything. And, uh, yeah, Thomas Millen, everyone else in the chat. Um, thanks for chiming in Tammy O'Brown. Hey man, appreciate you guys. Yeah, and just open disclaimer to everyone. We we ask you guys to subscribe, not so we can get rich off of the podcast. It's to truly host giveaways. If we can monetize the channel, and even through Facebook. I mean, Facebook allows the same thing. And the Facebook likes, if, if it turns into views, we can monetize the Facebook channel as well. Just so it, it hosts giveaways. It generates some income for us through advertisements, whatever, and then we can do bigger and better giveaways. So definitely appreciate all the love that you guys do give us. So we want to be, is we want to be one. There's a lot of, there's a lot of voices. There's a lot of, there is a lot of noise in the fandom for the Washington football team, especially online. And uh, we want to help y'all be the biggest voice, not us be the biggest voice. But we want to help all y'all be the biggest voice. Absolutely. Anybody who's who's riding with us, whether you have your own podcast, whether you're just in the group, we want to help amplify your voices because we have found that the people that ride with us, we tend to really like their opinions. We like their takes. We like the way that they present themselves. We want to help amplify that for y'all. 
Oh, definitely do, man. So this has been Todd 86. We're going to do a pregame show. I, I don't know if I can make it, but if you guys still do. One o'clock we'll, Sunday. We'll, yeah, uh, so we'll one, go 1230. We'll go 1230. 1230, 1230 Eastern yeah. Sunday. The Axe will be live. If I can be there, I will be there. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, the guys will hold it down. And um, let's get that damn dub on Sunday, man. Even though, even my prediction saying we're not, let's get the dub. That's all I want, right? So I ain't trying to hear your shit. <laughs> right there. I went three. That's what that's what Rod has us. I went three. I really? remember this. That's for you, Dev. Don't forget. Don't forget. I can subscribe, man. Y'all be good. Peace. Will do. Check out this outro. Go Rod. Go Steve. Go Phil. Go Dale. Watch this football. Let's go.